Good morning and welcome to the Thumb Through Education Research Made Approachable. Today we're looking at an article from, I know I'm going to pronounce her last name incorrectly, I see it coming right around the corner, Jennifer Darling Aduana. Aduana? See, I want to say Aduana, but it almost sounds like Iguana, so I'm tempted to say Ajuana or something instead. From Vanderbilt University, titled Behavioral Engagement Shifts Among At-Risk High School Students Enrolled in Online Courses. So if you guys don't know this, and I don't know why you would, I graduated high school junior year by taking a bunch of online courses. Of course, these were in school, in seat, had to, had to actually physically attend the school building and then sit in a classroom plowing through these online courses where I'm not sure that I actually learned that much because the goal was just to get as many assignments done as possible in order to earn as many credits as possible. So Darling Aduana looks at um, these kinds of courses, but also at kinds the, the kind where students can log on whenever they want to from their phone or from a laptop at home. And she also kind of discusses the problems that you can run into there because over half of the students that she uh, worked with did not have access to a uh, consistent access, I should say, to Internet at home. So would have to go to the library or stay after school which is fine, but then you need transportation to these places so things get pretty difficult pretty quickly. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys her abstract uh, just because I think she, I think it's pretty succinct. I think it's pretty comprehensive. Academic behaviors such as attendance are highly associated with academic outcomes, of course. High schools are also increasingly turning to online courses to educate their most marginalized students. In this study, I explored the extent to which enrollment in an online course improved engagement and allowed in students excuse me, allowed students to make course progress online outside the traditional school day by examining within student changes in academic behaviors. Students completed their online course in fewer class periods than required to complete a comparable course in a traditional face-to-face -face instructional setting. At the same time, students attended, on average, three additional days of school when enrolled in an online course as when enrolled in solely face-to-face -face courses, indicating a potentially positive spillover effect. Now this is, to me, after reading the paper, this is the most significant uh, thing because Darling Aduana did not look at um, the learning outcomes, right? Well, she looked at completion, of course, but didn't look at uh, engagement, which would be difficult to do, especially if the students can take the classes home with them and work on them there because how are you going to observe their in-the-moment engagement? Uh, in the classroom, you can kind of tell based on discussion whether or not they're asking questions, uh, what their uh, work ethic is like in the classroom, but if they're working on these assignments at home consistently then or, or entirely for a certain online course, um, then that can be harder to observe. But the spillover effect of students attending face-to-face -face classes more what was it, I think th th three additional school days per year, given that there's a about 180 in a school year. Um, so in terms of how this should spur thinking for educators, when it comes to online courses, no matter how you feel about them, we have to conceptualize them not just as far as what is the students or what are the students accomplishing in, in learning in this course, um, you know, in an, in an isolatory, uh, fragmented way, but also how is this influencing them overall? How, what kind of impact are the online courses going to have on the in-class in interactions that they're having the rest of the day or the rest of the year? I don't know. It's interesting to think about. I would love to know what you guys think. Leave a comment below if you're on YouTube, which also means you're late. And that means that you should subscribe to the podcast. Just go search the thumb through on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get yours and you can do that. Please leave a review if you found, if you find this show helpful, entertaining, um, informative, any of these things, any of them. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and never stop learning.